Welcome to the Ladies Who Lead podcast. I'm your host, SK Vaughn. This is a community of women supporting women. Each week, we'll hear from ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We'll cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you're a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. So buckle up, girlfriend. Let's do this. We have two leading ladies joining us today on the podcast. First up is Lauren Lott. She's a graduate from the University of Southern Mississippi to the top and received her master's in communication sciences and disorders. She's a full-time speech therapist at long-term care and skilled nursing facility. Lauren is also a regional vice president in Arbonne, an international multi-level marketing company founded in 1980 in the United States that promotes a holistic approach to beauty, health, and well-being, focusing on the whole person to help them flourish inside and out. Lauren is a group fitness junkie, a Topo Chico and sparkling water fanatic, and is getting married in just a few short months. Next up, we have Elizabeth Zulis. She is passionate about everything health and wellness. Elizabeth recently moved to Chicago, but is originally from Columbia, Mississippi. She previously worked in the nonprofit sector as a volunteer center director and fitness studio manager. She's a wife, new mama, Arbonne Executive National Vice President, and fitness instructor with over eight years of teaching and empowering others to believe in themselves and rise to their true potential. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. We are so excited. Um, We know SK from USM, and so this is just such a sweet reunion to bring us all together. You know, it's been how many years has it been since college? Uh, we don't have to go there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It was just it was just last year. Years. And so it's just been so amazing to hear about your journey, you know, since then. And um just see, you know, each other's journeys and just kind of reconnect like this. I love it and I'm so excited. Awesome. Well, so glad to have y'all. So I like to kick things off by saying, you know, ask the question, how are you surviving this week and how are you thriving this week? So I'll kick us off just to kind of get things going. So I'm surviving this week, y'all. I think it's just like stress. I don't know what it is. We've had tornadoes here, just wearing a lot of hats right now. And I literally, my face, I feel like I'm back at like 16 years old. I've just backtracked my whole life and I feel like I've just hit puberty again. So that's a thing. So I'm just trying to survive this week and make sure that my face is not uh, completely disgusting and gross. So just trying to get my skin looking uh, fresh and nice again. So that's currently how I'm surviving this week and then thriving. Um, it's just incredible to see this podcast come to fruition. And it's just been an exciting ride and just getting to hear so many awesome stories from so many amazing ladies who are just killing it. It's just been such a joy and so much fun to get to do that. And so that's how I'm thriving this week. What about you, Lauren? Surviving on biz. So literally that's how I'm surviving wedding craziness. So living on my double fizz and protein shakes, not going to lie. It's been the best for like me actually living um, and thriving. Um, in that same kind of retrospect, I'd say that like, I'm thriving in that in wedding season and like this fun season of life and just feeling like loved and appreciated. And like, 
like I just had a bridal shower this weekend and it was my birthday. And so thriving and kicking off 27 and like claiming 27 to be like an amazing year, another pandemic birthday, but it's going to be a different year, right? Yes. I'm here for it. I love it. What about you, Elizabeth? Before we went live on this podcast, I told them about my newborn's teething. So my husband and I are surviving the teething season. And that's tell myself that it's just a season. Um, so that's something we're surviving in. And then also we just moved, you know, to a new city. And so I'm still just, you know, it's like you got to find your, you know, routine and groove and all the things. And so just still, you know, in surviving mode um, in that for sure. Um, as far as thriving, let's see. Thriving, I would say it's end of the month with our, um, you know, company and business. And this is just like a really exciting time for us. And so um, we actually have a girl on our team that we've been cheering on for a long time, reach one of her, you know, big goals yesterday. And so we're just like on our whole team because, you know, we're like, everybody's win is our win too, you know, like whether they're on our team or not. So we're just really excited and like on a high with that um, for our whole, you know, team, because it's one thing to see yourself, you know, meet goals and everything, but it's a whole other thing to see other people and on a high from that. And we feel like we're all thriving with her. (laughs) I feel like it takes all of us to win and we should be celebrating the little and the big win. So that's awesome. And I can totally relate to moving to a new area, especially amidst a pandemic, like, trying to meet people trying to find your, your people that can always be really hard, especially in those kind of times. So just hang in there and with the teething too. Yes. <laughs> There's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm sure of it. Yes, girl. All right. So tell our listeners who may not be aware, like what is Arbon and, and why are you so invested and passionate about it? Okay. So Arbon for those of you who don't know, um, we are a health and wellness company. We are a holistic health and wellness company. And we've actually been around for 41 years. And um, so I know holistic health side of things, that's kind of the sexy thing now with health. But we always like to say, oh my gosh, like we've been that for 41 years, you know, kind of ahead of the times there, which is just super cool um, to us. We're B Corp certified, um, which means we value people over um, profit. So companies like Patagonia and Ben and Jerry's, and you can look at the list online or B Corp, Athleta, I used to work at Athleta, so I know that, um, are all B Corp certified, which is a huge deal to us. Um, And there's basically two opportunities in our bond. So one is the opportunity to be our client where we teach you how to live a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And that is something that we're all super passionate about because um, we have used our bond for that, right? Like we share our bond because it has helped us find our health. And just like Lauren was saying about the protein and fizz, like (laughs) we do all the things, like we've done our 30 day program. And so we're so passionate about it. And we're really passionate that it's a lifestyle. It's not a crash anything or counting anything, which we've all done before. And I'm based for um, a little over eight years now. So I've tried all the things and done all the things. So that's one thing that what reason why I'm super passionate about Arbon is because they value the whole person and they value not just short-term results, but 
long-term gain, right? And long-term lifestyle. And then the other opportunity is that you have have is to own your own business uh, with Arbonne. With Arbonne, it's like you own a franchise, but we are an independent contractor. Lauren and I found that super empowering because we were like, this is our business. You know, like this is our business. We can make this what we want it. Um, and we wanted a space for people to be empowered and inspired um, to one in their health, you know, because health is wealth. <laughs> And then also um, it, with their future, right? Hope for people's future, inspiring people that the rest of your life can be the best of your life. Our founder, Petter Moore, he had a heart for plant-based, you know, holistic living, and he didn't see that in the world. You know, think about the 80s. We were established in 1980. Like people were like, you know, it was aerosol hairspray. And um, so he was very just ahead of the times. So he was super passionate about that. And, you know, he could have sold it to, uh, I don't know, Sephora or Ulta or whatever, but he didn't because on the other side, he also had a passion for equal opportunity, specifically in women. And at that time, there wasn't a lot of opportunities that were equal opportunity for women, especially, you know, with building their own businesses and having the opportunity for the income that Arbonne can potentially provide. And so he, he was passionate about that. So he created an equal opportunity. Lauren and I started our business without one client and without one team member, you know, like we have round up and so have our teammates you know, and so that's the coolest thing about it. And that's my favorite part about this opportunity is the equal opportunity. It doesn't matter where you're from. doesn't matter your education. It doesn't matter what your parents did. It doesn't matter your past or whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Like you, if you want to change your life with this, be willing to do the work. Yeah, that is so awesome. And that kind of leads us into our next question, you know, Explain how you even got involved with Arbonne and how you began to grow your team. And I guess I'll, I'll pass it over to Lauren on this one. Um, how did you begin? Yeah, um, well, so Elizabeth, right? So that's the cool thing, right? Is that you have the opportunity to share it with other people. And so um, I'll be too, totally transparent that I had no idea what Arbonne was, right? I'd never heard of Arbonne. When I saw Elizabeth sharing about it, I thought it was airborne. And I was like, oh no, like, I don't know what this girl is doing, but she's crazy, right? And so, but I'll be honest, like what I saw was that she was like transforming her health. Like I continue to watch her. I'm pretty sure I'll only follow Elizabeth. So let's preface this. Elizabeth is now in my wedding, but prior to Arbonne, we were just acquaintances. I actually knew her husband better than I knew her. And I'm pretty sure I'd only followed her to look at like wedding pictures from when they had gotten married. Right. And so I see this girl that I'd taken fitness classes from in college, like posting about this Arbonne thing, this health and wellness is 30 days to healthy living. And let me kind of like set the scene of where I was at in life. And it's so funny that you talked about like struggling, like with your skin and stuff right now, because that was the point of time where I was at in life. I was 25. I was in a new city. Um, and I had like, like out of control, like 13 year old teenager acne. I was tired all the time. I was drinking like pre-workout and like side note, I work in skilled nursing. Right. So what do we have in skilled nursing facilities? Snacks all the snacks, like snack cakes, Debbie cakes, coffees, all the things. So that's what I was doing. Like three o'clock would hit and I would be dying. So I see this girl like shared about this health and wellness thing. And I was kind of like her where I had tried all the things. Like I did like the military diet in college and like all the crazy things and the cleanses. And so 
I kind of was like, well, what the heck do I have to lose by doing this? I've tried everything else. Um, and that's, I really jumped into Arbonne because of the products. And so I love to tell people, like I joined for the products. I stayed for the people. And that's really how I got into the business because I actually joined as an independent consultant because there was a better discount. And, um, you know, Elizabeth talked about equal opportunity and equal opportunity also meant better discounts. And so I was like, all here for it. I'm like, I'm a girl that loves to shop and save and I'm going to get these products. I'm going to get them at the best price. Like, because regardless of if you decide to quote unquote, sell the products, be the bit, do the business and stuff like you can still be a consultant and use it as like almost like a wholesale shopper. And so fell in love with the products, fell in love with my 30 days experience. Um, my skin, like, let me just preface and like kind of say like through the 30 days, like I found like all these food sensitivities that I didn't know I had. Like I realized what was triggering a lot of like the hormones and stuff that were causing all this crazy acne and stuff. And I will say like, I tell people when they do Arbonne, they get like the glow, like you glow up. I actually found pictures from like prior to Arbonne. I look younger, healthier, and like better now than I did like two or three years ago, which is so crazy. Um, because like, as we get closer to 30, you would think like, oh, you're, and like, that's where I was at in life, right? Like I was like 25 and I was like, well, I guess this is what happens when you get closer to 30. You're just like not supposed to feel good and you're tired all the time. Um, but really growing my business looked like just diving in like, into the unknown and like doing it afraid. And I heard that so often in the beginning. And I think that's important for people to know that anything that you're going to do, you're going to be bad at it in the beginning. And before you can be bad, you just have to get started. Be brave enough to be bad at something new. When kids are learning to walk and we're like setting them up, when they fall down, they don't just like never get back up to walk and we don't go oh well I guess he's not meant to walk right no we like set them up and we like help them and we coach them and we cheer them on and they try again and they try again and then one day they go from like falling down and not being able to get up to like running down the way and so that was kind of my mentality with Arbon was that I know I'm gonna have to suck at this for a little while and get uncomfortable um because that was a big challenge for me was like it was something different. I'd never done something like this before. And honestly, um, I, I think it's funny. And like, this might even time some of our other questions, but I didn't want to be like that girl. Right. Because I'd seen those people and like, I swore I would never do something like this. Um, but it kind of was funny. And Elizabeth and I talked about this and it was like, what does it mean to be quote unquote, that girl? Right. Like, okay. Like on one side of things, like you think about people every day, right? Like, I buy a hairdryer on Amazon and I put it on my Instagram story and I tell my friends about it. I try a new restaurant. I'm going to tag their location and tell all my friends about it. So I was doing something I was already doing, but kind of on the other side of being quote unquote, that girl, when I got into Arbonne and I saw those girls and by girls, I mean, incredible, strong men and women who are building this business. What I was seeing was an incredible lifestyle that had been developed. And it was through lots of hard work, dedication, determination, discipline, and stuff like that. And um, I was seeing them live this life of flexibility and choices and being somewhere where I was in a job that I didn't absolutely love. I was craving choices, craving change and craving kind of the opportunity to have control of my life. Because um, for me, I felt like and this is most people growing up, especially in the South, right? And like, I love my parents. I'm so thankful my parents have worked their entire life 
because I have the things I have because of that. But I watch my parents and like kind of the mentality is, you know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job and you work until you're 65 and you hope you can retire at 65. And then you hope you've got a good 10, 15 years left to like enjoy retirement. Right. And like, that is kind of like the cycle. And once I was in this job and I was looking around and I was like, hold up, somebody sold me this story that this is how life has to be. But then I get into Arbonne and I see a completely different story. I see, you know, men and women in their thirties and forties having this life with the financial flexibility that they desired, but also this time, because when you're, you know, you're either trading time for money or money for time. And I was definitely trading time for money and I wasn't getting anything from it. And so really growing my team looked like, you know, sharing obviously with people that I loved and cared about, just like I do every day. So I grew myself and as I grew myself, my business grew. And I think that, and I think that's something, and I were to talk about this too, but like just something that Arbonne has been so, such a big like forefront is just our, specifically our team is that like personal development, personal growth. Like I never touched a personal growth book, but truly like personal growth books changed my life. But anyway, so long story short, I know probably talked longer, but you know, I just grew my vision and I grew really into what I was capable of being all along, but I just didn't know I had that inside of me with both of our stories, you know, they're, they're not typical, you know, like they're not typical, but, um, you know, Lauren's at the top 2% of our company. Like she, she does what, (laughs) or she did, she does what 98% of people, you know, who own an Arbonne business don't do, you know, and I'm, um, at the top 1% of, you know, the company. So what, 99% you know aren't willing I should say aren't willing to do and so our like what we have right now and what we built isn't typical but I think it's important to know like when like when we came into this business and we saw exactly what Lauren was saying normal people you know like average people you know um living this life we didn't want what was typical we wanted what what was possible and we knew it was possible because we saw success of it all around us and we knew if we just stayed and led our team with integrity then like one day we would get there and we thought it was going to take us 10 years and we were totally willing to do that. Like, you know, totally willing to build this for 10 years to get to where we are right now. So I had worked in the nonprofit sector um, as a director and I had worked at studio um, being the manager there. And then I got married. Okay. And so when I got married, I moved to Alabama and we didn't know how long we were going to be there. And so I was like, okay, I can't like apply for many, you know, jobs, like eight to five jobs or, you know, whatever jobs um, that expect me to be here long-term. And so I just did a little short thing. So I cleaned houses, I cleaned houses. uh, And this was after college, after I had worked, you know, in nonprofit and in a franchise, I cleaned houses and I worked at the YMCA. And I think that that mentality of work ethic, I guess, and just not just being willing, like being willing to do what you have to do. Yeah, I had my college degree, but like I wasn't above cleaning houses if like I needed to do that at that time, you know? So I think that mentality just has like, really helped me in my journey of just not being above 
anything and just being open to, you know, whatever you have to do. And then uh, we moved to Austin, Texas from um, Alabama. And I told my husband, I did not want a office job anymore. I was like that, like I crave flexibility and I had had, you know, eight to five jobs, you know, or clock in, clock out jobs. And I was just craving flexibility, but I ended up in a situation where I was working four different jobs, um, you know, trying to make ends meet and everything. Um, and I was just on this hamster wheel life where I like woke up, I went to work, I came back at eight, I watched Netflix and I did it again. I had promised myself, like, I literally remember in the seventh grade promising myself, like, I will live an inspired life and I will not let, I just grin and bear it through life. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was grinning and bearing it through life. You know, everything was okay, but I knew that life isn't meant to be just okay. Right. And I knew that what I wasn't changing, choosing. And I think that that really just hit me one day. Um, that I was choosing my life or, or I was choosing to be in that situation and I could change it. And so one of our mentors, Susie Harding, she was like, oh, you're in like, you're a fitness instructor. And um, she was like, I work with a health and wellness company. Like you should totally check it out. And I was like, girl, did you not hear me? You know, I have four different jobs and, uh, you know, I'm broke. Like I don't have time, like all this but fast forward, a lot of coffee dates, um, you know, a lot of, you know, overcoming fears to start something new. I finally said yes. And I said yes to the 30 days. And then I said yes to the business. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And, and just interesting to see and hear how y'all really built your team and really kind of got into the business. You know, what has been some of the biggest challenges for you personally or professionally? You kind of touched on it a little bit in your story. Um, and how have you learned from those experiences and overcome a lot of those setbacks? Um, I mean, biggest challenge for me personally was like getting over myself, right? Um, like I maybe had a lot of, not necessarily pride, but like, I feel like when, like a lot of times network marketing does have such a like negative perception from people, um, that I really got into my own head about like doing this and that like maybe that I was above something like this. And then, um, so getting out of my own way was personally a big challenge that I faced and just getting uncomfortable. And I talked about that, right. Um, that like, I had like this, I have a fear of failure. Like I've, I'm super big into the Enneagram. So like, I love all things Enneagram personality types. I think it's so fascinating and cool to learn everyone's types. Um, and I think it's a really cool way to learn how to communicate with others. So for those that do Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram type three. So I am the achiever, right? Like I am goal oriented. I'm driven. I'm successful, but I also have this fear of how other people perceive me. And then it's always that like, I want people to perceive me as being successful. And so my biggest, like personally was like, what if I fail? You know, like, what if I do this and I like fall flat on my face because I knew I wouldn't quit because I was like, I can't quit. Like I told people I was doing this. So like, I have to be successful. There's no other choice. Um, and so like, personally, like that was a really hard thing that I overcame, but like, it wasn't like it just happened overnight. Right. Like that took a lot of growth. And so podcast. So I love like that we're in this podcast sphere because like podcasts are one of the biggest ways that I like learned and grew. And I decided to like, look at other people 
um, who had had more success than me and like make those people my mentors, right? And so instead of comparing someone else's journey or like comparing someone else's business, you know, comparison is like the thief of joy and it will steal and kill and it will make you a miserable person. And so instead of comparing myself to people who maybe had a better business or were more successful, quote unquote, right at that time, I decided to make those people like mentors and look up to them and have conversations. I was actually listening to one of my favorite podcasts today and they were talking about their fears, like their deepest fears. And the guy on the podcast said his deepest fear was a fear of being mediocre and a fear of being average. And that like struck a chord with me because I get that. Like, and he's like, I don't want, I don't mean to sound like, you know, like egotistical with this, but like, you know, like this fear that like you just live this life where you're just floating through. And like, that's kind of where I was. Like, that was a fear of mine. Like even with my Arbonne business that I would just have this quote unquote average Arbonne business. Now don't get me wrong at every level of this business, it can have an amazing, huge impact. It did not take me getting to the top 2% of this company to impact my life. But even Elizabeth said, you know, what we've done in this business is not typical. It's not average. And so my biggest thing was like, why would I want a typical life? Like I want something different to have something different. You have to do something different. I want something that's atypical. And I always tell people like, if you went into a job interview and they ask you to describe yourself in three words, you're never going to tell that person that you're average, that you're typical, that you're the same as everyone else. No, you're going to like say you're driven and like energetic and passionate and determined. Right. And so just learning to like navigate those fears and accepting them as what they were, that it's not necessarily, they shared a quote today and I need to find it. It was from coach Carter. It's from, I don't want to say it's like Marion Williams, but it's like, you know, that we don't fear. It's not the fear of being inadequate. It's a fear of the unlimited potential within us that makes us so scared that we're like, we, we have this like potential within us and we're scared of that right and so like personally like that was a big challenge like getting to this point in my life where my mind is stronger than my body is right and like because mindset is everything and so you can take care of yourself physically and you can take care of yourself even like eating well but if you're not taking care of yourself like within like that mental emotional space and that mindset like that's gonna kind of carry over everywhere so like learning to navigate that and learning to like recognize like when I'm having this moment of like self-doubt or comparison tries to sneak in or just like all these things that make me try to make me feel inadequate knowing like where to go to for that and that's like through personal growth and that's through podcasts and stuff like this and from other women and men who are just kind of like paving the way on all kind of spectrums for growth and change and everything it's learning to look at obstacles as opportunities. And so that is what Arbonne has taught me that we're always going to have life happening, right? I know we talk in the business that a lot of times people aren't ready to jump in because, oh, like I'm just so busy and like, oh, life is just so crazy right now. Life is always going to be crazy or you're going to be dead. Like that's like the alternatives, right? You're either life is happening or you're dead and it's not. And just learning like to overcome all those things like through that and learning that like life is always going to happen and it's like always choosing to look at the life as like a lesson and a story and a way to become a better person and come out on the other side stronger. So that's where I'm at. Yes. And that's like kind of my mantra too, is like seeking opportunities in every challenge, not letting those challenges get you down, but just really kind of boost you up for that next big setup, right? Like each setback is really just set up for the next best thing. So I'm here for it. And I fully agree with that. 
What about you, Elizabeth? So Lauren is an Enneagram three and I am an Enneagram seven. <laughs> so we're really fun together. Um, Lauren, since the beginning, she has been my like spell checker and like, you know, kept me together and all the things organized. Um, and so I, I'm so non-committal, right? Like up until Arvon, you guys, like pretty much every job I had, I was one foot in, one foot out of it that I've done in life I'm like oh I'm gonna try it and then whenever it got hard whenever it got challenging whenever it didn't just come naturally <laughs> or whatever I was out you know like I was out and um and even like in relationships and things that has like poured into just that non-committal just thinking like oh the grass is always greener like I'm gonna do this for now but wait for something better later well when I came into Arbonne I had one foot foot out I was like I'm just gonna try this thing like well you can't try like you can't try anything like I can't try and pick up my phone like I either pick up my phone or I don't pick up my phone right like try is not in the vocabulary of somebody who is looking to be successful, especially in the business world. And so um, really what changed that for me and really woke me up was my husband. So I had been in Arbonne for two months and um, we actually went to first Arbonne event was, which was like this Christmas party. And we both left there like, you know, super excited and inspired and everything just for meeting everybody and that was Nick's first you know with meeting everybody and he was like Elizabeth he was like you have got to do this and he he said and I mean like really do it he was like there's gonna be challenges it's gonna be hard but you can't like that's not a reason to stop you know, like you have to commit to this. Cause I mean, I'm sure he knew that I wasn't like, I was still like, we'll see, you know, but he was like this, you know, this is everything you've been looking for and more. Like I was looking for a vehicle, like to, for my passions and my passions are to empower people. My passions are healthy living. My passions are, you know, um, I value flexibility, <laughs> you know, I value traveling. I value, you know, being surrounded by people who are life-giving and Arbonne has all that, you know, and he was like, you literally found it. I just came to this crossroads and I was like, okay, no matter how long it takes, I am doing this. And that was a huge pivotal moment for me. Like I'm normally like that person in the back who's, you know, cheering the leader on, you know, like I was never the speech person <laughs> or, um, you know, like at my first job, actually, I had to present at board meetings, which looking back was not a big deal, but I would get so nervous before this board meeting. And all I had to do, you guys was like, read off a sheet of paper. That's all I had to do. And <laughs> I had a board member come up to me and like offer me speaking lessons because I was so bad. And so, um, but I just learned that I was, I was also choosing to believe that I was choosing. And like the story my, I was telling myself was I'm not a leader. I cannot be a leader. Well, I learned that, um, it was through a training or probably a training of ours is leaders aren't born. 
they are made. And we all have God-given gifts that we can use to lead. And we can all be super impactful with the gifts that we have been given. Like Lauren, her trainings bring so much fire to our team. You know, like she she is like the hustle, like with all the passion and everything. And then my trainings are a little bit different, you know, but they're both like impactful, you know, in that way. And um, I, I just learned to, you know, with leader, just like Lauren was saying, it's about learning to be a leader. Like leadership is a journey. And that is why there's over a million books and podcasts on leadership, <laughs> because it is a journey. It It's um, something to be developed. It's something to be learned. Right. And so I just learned that if I wanted to be a leader, I could become a leader, <laughs> you know, like I just had to do the work on myself and within myself um, to be to show up for my team, how I wanted to show up for my team. So those are my two big shifts. I love that. And I fully get where you're coming from. I think at times we have like imposter syndrome as up and coming leaders and as people who may not see themselves as leaders. And so that can always really kind of be in the back of your mind and kind of paralyze you at times from really stepping into your full potential. So I fully agree with that. So tell me about kind of a time or an experience where y'all have dealt with people who may not be fully invested or fully bought into the idea of Arbonne. If you talk to 99% of Arbonne consultants, most of us were a no in the beginning, either to their products or even if we were a yes to the products, most of us were a no to the business. That was like even me, right? Like that I wasn't bought in to Arbonne, right? Like, because here I business and I see like all these like beautiful men and women products and people are like talking about Mercedes and like they're going to Maui and I'm like these kinds of things don't exist and so I was not all in and so Elizabeth talked about being one foot in and one foot out for the full like even like Graham I was one foot in one foot out and like I feel like I um and so I you know when I talk to people like one, I know this isn't a fit for everyone and that's okay. Right. And that is the beautiful thing about Arbonne is that people who don't love the, who aren't interested in the business, they can love the products. And at the end of the day, there are people who maybe the products aren't a fit for them, but I will say we have everything. I actually heard someone share the other day about their hesitations and I heard them share, like I didn't, and I never knew that they were so hesitant about jumping into even the product side of things and the business side of things. And she talked about like the definition of hesitation and she like looked it up and I love that and it was like to pause or to stop to hesitate and so she talked about how she didn't hesitate when she saw uh kids clothes on Facebook for her, her boys because she always she immediately would type sold email right and that she didn't hesitate when it came to her job at school when it came to her kids and stuff right she would like do whatever but that she hesitated on Arbonne because it was taking care of herself. And so I've actually found most people when they are hesitating, it's like a lack of like just awareness of like that they're not caring for themselves. And she even said that the reason like she wasn't doing it were all these excuses. And then she gets into it and she realizes taking care of myself made me a better mom, right? Take putting myself first and learning to love myself, my body, like physically, emotionally, like health wise, has helped me be a better mom. 
that is my goal within this business is that no matter what, at the end of the day, whether you're a client of mine, you're a business builder or not, and you decide not, I'm still going to love you and pour into you at the stage of life that you're in. And so whether you're in Arbonne or you're not in Arbonne, you're still going to hear from Lauren Lott. I'm still going to check in on you. I'm still going to text you. I'm going to tell you happy birthday. I'm going to make sure your kids are doing okay because genuinely like we are driven on those connections that we have with other people. And so, you know, I always just tell people that I'm an open book. Just to kind of add into that fear is the thing that's in your way of all the potential and all the things behind that fear. Like I had all the fears coming into this. I never saw myself being successful, you know, or running my own business or leading a team, you know? Um, and so I, I really just like people, you know, or I understand where people are coming from when they do fears because I was that person. And so, um, just really, uh, you know, just really work on and help just empower them. Like, again, like Lauren said, whether they decide to do it or not, but just empower them to not let fear be the, be in their driver's seat, you know, of making the decisions for them. Arbonne, it is a different way of doing business. People, a lot of times are threatened by different, um, or don't, they, you know, by different or they're scared of different. And I completely understand that too. You know, I was brought up in a traditional household, like, like you go to college, you go to work, like you retire when you're 60, 65, and then, you know, go on. And so, um, this is different, right? And we love that, right? Like, that's the point. Like, that is the point is that our bond is different. So whenever people, you know, say, well, it's different or I'm scared, you know, like, it's like, well, yeah, like, that's the point. And like, you'll see that on our team is that we don't want the same thing. You know, we do not want the same thing. We want something different. And to have something different, you have to do something different the first like influencers like 41 years ago again our founder Peter Moore was like get you know real life people not not advertisers or whatever to promote our products well what does that sound like right like that sounds like today's 2021 Instagram influencer right and so it is a different way of doing business yeah, that's awesome. So kind of going a different direction here. What does success look like for you? I think it's fun. It's a fun question to ask because I think everyone has a different metric or they define it differently from others, but you know, you personally, like what does success look like for you? I like this question. Um, and this, I always like, cause like, this is the cool thing about Arbonne, right? Like someone's always sharing like a quote, a podcast or something like that, a graphic that's like got some kind of cool quote on it. And it was like a rich life. And so it's cool that you said like, cause everyone does a different definition for success, right? Like someone's like definition of success or like a rich life is picking their kids up from school every day. Right. They find so much joy in that and being able to do those things. And then someone's, uh, someone else's definition of success might be like being the CEO of their company or even like traveling the world. Right. I think is when you are living in your purpose and like you are rooted in your purpose, not even when you're successful, but it's when you're able to help somebody else achieve their goals, right? And so for me, like we talked about like 
being like the hesitations of Arvon, right? Like Arvon was never my dream, right? Like I did not wake up one day or like go to school and be like, one day I'm going to be an Arvon consultant and it's going to change my life. But Arvon's been such a vehicle for my dreams that like I've realized things that I would have never said would have been successful, right? Um, or like even thought I could have had. And so for me, success looks like helping someone else have that light bulb moment. Success looks like having someone else like come to you and say like, if this wasn't in my life, my life would look totally different. And so, you know, having that flexibility and success looks like choices, right? Because if you think about people who are successful, they have had, they have gotten to a place where they are able to make the choices that they want to make, in my opinion. And so like, for me, success is a life rooted in your purpose, sharing your passions, living out a higher calling, you should never want to be at the top of something and it just be you. And so I love that within Arbonne that like we talk about like national vice presidents and regional vice presidents. And if you're not in Arbonne, like that lingo doesn't even like mean anything. But within Arbonne, there are thousands of national vice presidents and thousands of regional vice presidents. And it's because like as others, we said this at the very beginning of the podcast, we talked about like lifting others up and rising with others. That is successful, right? success is bringing someone up to the top with you and helping them realize and kind of fulfill their potential. So that's going to be my definition of success. Because, you know, it was one thing for, you know, me to earn, you know, promotions and different trips and things. But then like seeing, I'll just like Lauren, like when she earned her promotions and different trips and incidents and all the things like I get like times 10 hype for her because I got to help her through overcoming things you know and you know coming challenges are coming um you know and building this business and just seeing her grow so much from our beginning until now people are waiting for people to go first people are waiting for people to be brave to give so it gives other people permission to be brave um and so that's something that you know, success just really means to me is like one, when you take that step of brave and that step of courage and it impacts so many people's lives and it helps so many other people be successful in their life too. And then I would say to live in life by design and doing things because I get to, not because I have to. I could, it just gives me chills thinking about just, I don't know. I love when I hear other people and their like metric for success and how they define it because it's just really cool to hear other women coming together and kind of sharing like what is success for them. And I think it looks different for all types of women. So just thank y'all so much for taking the time to kind of share your heart and kind of your story with Arbon. Um, so now it's time for the leading ladies. We love rapid fire game. I'm going to shout out different adjectives and I want y'all to, um, Give some love to ladies in your life that you think are doing amazing. So we'll just go ahead and get started. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm nervous. <laughs> so the first word is leader. Susie Harding. She was um, Lauren Lott and I's first mentor in Arbonne. She was the one that believed in us, even though we were really bad. <laughs> and she kept believing us when we didn't believe in ourselves. Next word is inspirational. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to say Elizabeth. I mean, I feel like, obviously, like, she's who brought me into this business, but I wouldn't have kept going 
but I continued to watch her keep going in this business and growing and going through challenges and the hard and all kinds of stuff. And like, I mean, like that is just like a reason like I stayed in this business because she stayed even through the hard. So inspiring. That's for you, boo. Love you. The next word is thriving. Lauren Lott. <laughs> um, well, girl has had like a year. Like she works in skilled nursing. It's COVID. Like she's having to wear this bunny suit. You know, like I have seen her uh, this year. Just like it's just been a crazy year with a lot of hard. Just like even with like the COVID and and her work and her day-to-day and patience and everything and so I do see her just kind of how she said at um at the beginning of this podcast getting you know to this like light at the end of the tunnel with that and where she's about to get married and you know all exciting things are coming and work's like settling down a little bit and you know our bond business is doing amazing and so you know we're just all getting to that light at the end of the tunnel the next word is strong my girl erica wallace because i know she's gonna listen to this because we love a good podcast but uh so erica and i so she's actually one of my team members but um she went to southern miss so she's a couple years older than me erica has like just an amazing story of resilience um and she is always someone who when the world is crazy and like all the crazy is going on she is strong it's like i have always known erica to be Erica. She shows up as herself. And I think anytime you show up as like your true authentic self, like that is so strong because there are so many people that when life gets hard and things happen, like we almost like shape shift and we like become lesser than, but she is always like so strong and just like shows up as her. I love that. The next word is hustler. Give a shout out um, to Jesse Perez because she's our girl who um, she just, hit a huge milestone in her business. She's an occupational therapist. She has shown up like every month consistently, no matter all the challenges and everything. And, um, you know, I've seen her just hustle through it all. All right, last word is authentic. Um, Okay, I'm gonna shout out um, Olivia Ekpenay. So I love me some Liv. Liv is all of those words. She is strong, she is hustler, she is inspirational. Um, but she is authentic and I love listening to Liv. If you do, uh, anybody who listens to this podcast that knows Liv, she is literally like sunshine in your pocket. Like if you pull her out on like your worst day, like she is the person who brings so much joy to your life. But I love the, the way she shows up in spaces um, because she just like is herself. She never doles down who she is. She is always, always Liv. Um, and I love her for that. Well, that ends our game for today. I've really loved getting to hear y'all's hearts and hear your stories. Um, for our audience or our listeners, how can they connect with you on social media? What's your shameless plug? Ooh, shameless plug. All right. I am at Lauren Lott for the time being because I'll be Wiley here in like two months. So I got to think of a good new Insta handle, but currently on Insta at Lauren Lott. And I'm at Elizabeth Sulis, so last name spelled S-O-U-H-L-A-S. Well, thank you both so much. I just appreciate your time and look forward to seeing like what's next for y'all. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ladies Who Lead podcast. Guess what? We have a $50 gift card to Anthropology up for grabs. That's right. It's a giveaway. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, 
rate, review, and subscribe to the Ladies Who Leave podcast, and you'll enter to win. It's that simple. It's a $50 gift card to Anthropology. You know, my happy place. For more details, look to our show notes. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.